0: Always Lightning. use the connections that you have to start. <laughs> if, if you true. don't know where to start, use the connections around you. And if you do, think you don't have anybody around you, keep digging. Hey guys, on this episode, I sit down with Leanne Lindsay, a reviewer and blogger from Philadelphia. She did her early blogging work for the American Music Theater Festival, which is now the Philadelphia Film Center, owned by Philadelphia Film Society. She got started by doing reviews for several organizations and writing a screenplay which led her to the Toronto Film Festival. Then she did movie reviews on the radio for three years and started her own website, Tinsel and Tyne. Here's our talk of her life what she likes and dislikes about the industry, and her advice for anyone in the creative arts. Hope you enjoy.
1: Thanks for having me on your show. No
0: worries, no problem. <laughs> so this is Leanne Lindsay. Um, she is the editor of Tinsel and Time. And if you could just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you came from, and what you, how did you get into <laughs> what you're doing now with the with the um, Tinsel and Time.
1: I know it's really hard to break it down into something that's um, I don't know linear and 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 quick because I, I don't think anybody's story is when you think about it it's like there's always right. all these little twists and turns and like something informs something and then next thing you know you're looping back around <laughs> and didn't know where you were going and then it's, it's just always like that I mean uh, I've been editing or I'm you know I call myself the editor but it's really just me it's it's right (laughs) right um but I've been doing tinsel in time for 10 years now and um it's it's had a lot it's 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 been a lot of fun I mean it's it's given me not just an outlet but also like my the social aspect of it and I've just learned so much just it's um it's something that I keep thinking I want to give up, and I can't. I'm like almost <laughs> addicted to it. So, so let, <laughs> let
0: me ask. Are you from the Philadelphia area? I am. Uh, okay. Abington. Abington. So, oh, yeah, okay. Out, out I lived out in Elkins Park. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm living good. out now.
0: So all right. So you're from Abington, so, the Philly area, the Philly suburbs, really. Philly suburbs. And did you grow up a total film? lover no what was
1: <laughs> well so not, what's the story n- behind not that? all the all together but i've always been somebody who's loved story like gotcha. storytelling and just um need to always be entertained i understand. so okay. as a kid i was an avid reader just loved to read and then you know into my teenage years on a friday night instead of having a date or going out with my friends i just couldn't wait to get home and start a new book like I, would I remember yeah. sitting in the living room and my mom wouldn't even make me come in to dinner on a Friday night. Like she'd be making like steakums and <laughs> and French fries and, and she'd just like bring it to me because she knew I was just like really? so engrossed it and really you interesting. Know, I'd start it and be done by Sunday. It was just like, that was a thing. But I did love old movies. Like old, old okay. movies were a big thing in, in our house and, um, like my oldest sister used to make us, There used to be like the late, late show on ABC. Like, and they, oh. they would show, like, Hello Dolly right. was one of the ones that we really had. Like, all the Barbara Streisand ones was definitely, you know, Funny Girl and all those. And um, Bye Bye Birdie. Bye we bye birdie. love that. So it's like if she saw in the TV guide right. <laughs> that it was going to be coming on, she'd make us stay up right. and watch it.
0: And isn't that a funny concept that we, we we don't have that anymore? We don't need a TV guide anymore. We no. can watch anything at any time, I know. which is fascinating to me
1: and at one time like the tv guide was my bible like right it would come in the mail and <laughs> I, I would circle everything i can that only I imagine watch during the week but you didn't have that many channels yeah. so it was see, easy to do
0: see i can't relate
1: no you really can't see i
0: can't relate <laughs> i i'm i'm a youngin i've been spoiled my whole life in terms of content and movies
1: and being able to watch and it able to where watch you are, where, wherever yeah, you want. exactly. And we used exactly. to have to wait if a movie came out, and you had to wait maybe two years before you saw it on TV. Maybe true. longer. True, true. And so we weren't wa- – um, we didn't go to the movies a lot. I mean, it's funny because my mom said she lived at the movies when she was a kid, but it was really cheap. And so by the time – I have, it's uh, five of us in, in my family. So – it wasn't something where you know she just said everybody go to the movies all day it, it, because it, by the, you know by that time it right you, it costs money right of course so um so it was the old move but you know there's a lot of uh, channel it seemed like more channels had old movies back yeah. then and so i really fell in love with Cary grant and like you know charade and Um, Oh, I love the movie Indiscreet so much with Ingrid Bergman. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely nothing happens in this movie except for that it's this, you know, middle-aged couple that's having this glamorous romance. And as a child, I thought they were just the most sophisticated, wonderful people in the whole entire world. It was just, I loved it. Wow. uh, you know, I used to like my first apartment was all old movie posters, and um, my absolute favorite movie is Rebecca. Okay, um, Hitchcock's Rebecca. Yeah, uh, it's he was just a genius. He was He's a genius. Such a true <laughs> like crazy man, but he was a genius. That was, you know, I think that's a lot of people's entryway into true. film, and yeah. you know, um, I love North by Northwest, which was a Gary Grant Hitchcock mix. He, you know, they the two of them worked together a lot.
0: Now, now, what I'm seeing is that film has really played a big role in your childhood.
1: So I suppose, like or or I should I should say
0: stories, good stories, Be, sto-
1: good stories. Um, that was a, you know that was definitely a part of the formative years, but also soap operas. Really? So the '90s you was love the big opra. on soap operas. Interesting. And at one point, I was watching five. So, like, you would just At once? tape them. Oh, well, my Well, it was, you know, VCR Hayden. Right. <laughs> and so I was taping five different soap operas, and you'd come home and you watch them all. And it was... It wasn't, though, I always felt like I was somebody who was studying the business of daytime television. Like I, I see. It wasn't, I mean, of course, I enjoyed them and I enjoyed the characters, but I would, wasn't one of those people who, like, maybe couldn't distinguish the fact that these weren't real people. I wanted to know about, like, especially the casting. I was uh, obsessed with casting and, like, why sometimes it worked that you could recast the character with a different actor yeah. and sometimes it didn't work.
0: I ask myself the same question all the time. I see all these reboots of older franchises with movies you know there's all the all the disney remakes all the marvel me- remakes and you have yeah. new people playing the same characters and sometimes it really does work and sometimes it really does not work and mean. and you know going but ba- going into the movies and casting there's so many levels and so many um things that could sway a decision for who plays what and why to you know and and it's almost crazy how any of these movies really get produced, especially well, big, pr- especially big studio ones with all the moving parts and all the different people involved.
1: Yeah, have you started watching that the movies who made us on on Netflix? No, I have. I just watched the first one yesterday. That was um uh what is it uh, uh baby in the corner uh, uh dirty, dancing. dirty dancing dirty dancing dirty dancing and and the trajectory of how that ever came to be is yeah. nuts like you really have to watch it i don't even want to spoil it for Go, you good, you would good. never <laughs> believe that it had such a terrible beginning <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's crazy um, how anything gets made so
1: going back so yeah so yeah i was very much into like you know storylines and almost wanting to write for the soaps but i i was more interested in in the, the casting aspect. So I kind of thought I'm gonna graduate from high school and I'm gonna go to New York and I'm gonna figure out how to cast for soaps.
0: Ah. And
1: it you know it was casting. it was a dream that I was afraid to tell my mother <laughs> but it was like what I thought I was gonna do. But you know, once you get closer and you have to start making your actual plans for what you're gonna do when you graduate, right. it didn't seem feasible. I didn't know anybody in New York. <laughs> I didn't right. know what I was going to be doing. Um, so I went in, in another direction because I always had a, a love for, for food and cooking. Okay, And so um, there was a chef apprenticeship program. And so you could work um, in a restaurant under a chef part-time and then go to s- restaurant school management right, part-time. Right, right.
0: Now, now, the another big thing is you not only focus on reviews of movies and film, and theater, but you also are more of a blogger for culture in Philadelphia,
1: is yes. what I'm seeing. not intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's great, it and that's great. that way. Yeah. yeah, it's developed over the years. Uh, Tinsel and Tyne started out that I was going to go to a movie and review it, and then the same day go to a restaurant and review right. it and put them together and that if the restaurant could tie in with the movie, then all the better. Got it. And it didn't, that it didn't. Did. No,
0: that doesn't, <laughs> it's hard. It, it was, hard. It, it's was hard. hard. it was expensive. I can only imagine. It expensive. Was, um, <laughs> you know.
1: It was like you found yourself not leaving yourself enough time to have dinner in a movie. Okay. And then you thought, oh, well, it doesn't have to be on the same day. I'll put them together later. Right. But it was just like almost from the beginning that just, Separate things. separate things there'd be like yeah. food posts and there'd be movie right. posts but trying to put them together that was That's the you hardest. know That's hard. it was supposed to be a food and film blog yeah.
0: so interesting so you started off as a food and film blog and then you realized it was really two separate things it was really two separate yeah. things yeah so so, so go, going back so to the film so going side back of it to
1: the film which side. <laughs> yeah what
0: is the process of trying to review A film? Do you just simply just go to the movie theater, sit down, watch it, and write what you feel, or is there more of uh, something else to it that people don't know? Yeah, because I've
1: talked to a couple of uh, other um, reviewers and critics that I know, and they like to write notes while they're in the movie theater. And I think how do you do that? That's just awful. I I I know uh, one or two guys that have like a little light pen. And then others are good at writing in the dark. Wow. I find like that would ruin the whole experience <clears throat> for me. Yeah,
0: and you're not watching the actual, and you're not experiencing it. You're you're thinking. You're thinking very too literally. much. You're thinking a lot instead of ex- ex- feeling what the 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 actors and the directors and the producers are trying to convey to you.
1: Exactly, you have to be in it. Mm. Uh, for me, it's about the engagement. Like I. I love seeing movies in the movie theater because there's nothing else to distract you. Right. This is, this is what you're right. doing. exactly. You're sitting, I mean, I'm, I'm usually eating too, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but otherwise, yes. your focus is complete. Like, you know, if you're home... There's always something else, or somebody's exactly. moving around, or you think, "Oh, I'm gonna get up and get up and make some tea," and you pause you it. You can pause it anytime. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just which not is a luxury now.
0: You know, you can kind of be at, you know, in your underwear and watching any movie that's streaming at any time. At any time. So really, in that case, it's easier to review. Now, <clears throat> something yeah. like film festivals. What wh- what's the process like if somebody was interested in Going into reviewing, is there a process in order to be part of a, a press corps for well, film festivals? For
1: me, it wasn't easy. I've uh, talked to some other people who seem to have gotten on the list a lot faster who or quicker. Who are some quicker, of those other people? Or um, like my friend Thomasina, she runs okay. um, Music Movies Thoughts. Okay, and when I talked about her, like, how did you get on, you know, Allied's list? And it it was just like a more, much more right, simple, right. streamlined now what process. Is Allied's list So Allied PR is the biggest PR firm in uh, Philadelphia. Gotcha. Um, they are allied integrated marketing throughout the country, but um, they you know call it Allied Philly here. Or Philly, yeah, right. And so um, I knew about the list. Well, how did I find out about the list? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> but I, w- so I had been I- in an internship at the Philadelphia Cinema Alliance, okay, which is defunct now. But once upon a time, the Philadelphia Film Society and the Philadelphia Cinema Alliance, they were the co-producers of the Philadelphia Film Festival. I see. And then they had a really nasty break. I think it was maybe around 2005, something like that. Um, And they somehow the Philadelphia Film Society was the one that was able to get the Philadelphia Film Festival. I see, okay. But the Cinema Alliance had the QFest, which was the gay film festival. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that I needed to do an internship for uh, the end of a uh, program that I was in. And um, I really, I was terrible at the program. I was actually <laughs> going for web design. <laughs> I'm sure, you weren't terrible. <laughs> I was it. terrible. No, I was actually terrible. My teacher told me that I don't think logically, and that this is never going to be for me. Uh, I was, you know, doing coding and programming, uh-huh. and it's uh, just right. it it didn't. It was it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I maybe it just
0: wasn't the right situation <laughs> for you to learn. He,
1: um, I know he said I should like try to practice uh, Minesweeper. Remember the Mind game Minesweeper? and he's like because you just need to learn how to but that's not my that's not my brain but gotcha. it seemed uh, it like the cooking school it seemed practical uh-huh. it seemed like a way to you know make money but by the end of the program i knew that wasn't what i was going to be doing and so i thought well at least if i'm in the entertainment industry t- for my internship then i can get something out yeah. of it so i um i somebody at church actually her son was running the Philadelphia Cinema Alliance, so he uh-huh. got she got me in there, and it was a lot of fun because I, the the guys in the in the webs you know the IT department they didn't want any parts right. of me. I right. mean, you know, who, yeah. who's this? Who is this? Black m- middle aged woman coming in here to do? But this? you knew like somebody, <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and and you knew somebody. So 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 someone from church.
1: Yeah. So my friend Jane from yes. church. Her son her Eric son. ran the cinema lines, or at and least he was. all that about her. Right. I sat next to her in church, and then I was in Bible study, and you know how you just start in the beginning; you're just talking about what's going on in your right. life. And I right. said, "Well, I've got to get this. I have to do this internship in order to graduate, and I don't have a place to be." And I said, "You know, ideally, I want you know." And and then they said, uh, "So there was one guy who's like, well." Jane's son, like you don't right. know that, and yeah. I was like, no. So now you, I you, do, right? You, and that's the that thing. That is what you so, need to do. So really,
0: you uh, like what we just said. You use the connections that you have, but even before that, you have to open your mouth and you have yeah. to ex- communicate what you want and why you want that.
1: And why? Right. That's right. Exactly that's true. Exactly. You can't just suffer in silence. Exactly. You and and I find a lot of
0: artists do that. They don't know where to start, and they're very um very scared to even open out and say I want to be an actor, a producer yes. s- uh, somebody who's who's maybe not going to make a lot of money being a lawyer or a doctor but it's something that they really want to pursue pursue and that's I think trumps anything else sorry to use that term but <laughs> to Trump, it, it, it it it's above anything else if you think if you're going to be more happy doing it, you need to pursue it
1: well, I would say I would give that advice because I've so many times gone off into another direction uh-huh. thinking that either I hadn't earned where I wanted to be or just that you're thinking I need to make money. Right. And then you, you waste so much time. Waste I mean, time. if I had... So, like, going back to the cooking thing... I was in that program, and it was actually funny because, well, not funny, but um, Cary Grant died, and I came Uh into work that day. You know, not physically crying or anything like that, but he knew I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you knew I wasn't. And he played such a
0: pivotal role in your childhood. Right. Right.
1: the chef was like, you know, what's going on with you? And I told him it was because Carrie Grant died, and he, you could tell he was sort of like, what, why? <laughs> like,
0: that we're here to cook, to nothing. You? Yeah. You're a cook,
1: yeah. you're black, you're young. <laughs> like, you know, at that point it was, you know, who, who cares? Cary Grant was way before I was born. That's not the point, like, None of that's know. the point though. And and so we started talking about it and I said to him, well, I'm going to be in the entertainment industry like I'm either going to be a casting director or I'm going to be a film editor or something to that effect. And he said, then why are you? Then
0: why are you cooking? here?
1: <laughs> and I couldn't answer. It just was like I was doing that while my brain was like, how do I get into the entertainment right. industry?
0: You were just kind of doing one thing but thinking another. Thinking so you were, all the time about the and, other, and I see that a lot. I've I've even experienced this recently, where you're going a, about a certain path that's kind of based on judgment from you know family or friends, and yet you really want to go into something else. In this case, it's the, the, inter- expectations. It's the expectations that other people have for you, right, or it, even.
1: For, for yourself and a lot of fear and they could be
0: well intentioned. Yeah, they could be have the best intentions, but if you don't if you if you don't scratch that itch, you're always going to kind of never be a hundred percent into what you're doing.
1: Right. Yes. Right. And yeah. And you just lose. And you just lose so time. much time. I yeah. mean, if it's something you want to do. I would say just pursue it because the time is going to go anyway. Right. And you may have to try to do two things at the same time. I mean, right. you know,
0: but you know where your focus, but
1: is. but at least, yeah, have your focus and not, and don't talk yourself out of it. Right. Because your heart really does know what it wants. Mm hmm. And
0: uh, although it has as quiet as it might whisper to you what it wants, it's it will always it want to pull you. It makes itself known. It makes itself known in it, various ways.
1: It does. And, um, and, you know, it was it's sad because I could be so, you know, so much further along if I hadn't taken so many detours. Um, but maybe was, you needed
0: to make some detours and to really understand I for don't you.
1: No, know. I thought about that, yeah. and I don't see the benefit of the detours at all. I really don't. Uh, when I left that program, I should have gone straight into communications. Ah, just. I understand. And I remember my older sister, Lauren, saying, well, you don't seem to know what you want to do. Why don't you just quit school and get a job and figure it out? Get a job. <laughs> and get a job and figure it out.
0: There's three words, <laughs> get a job.
1: And then I, and I remember my mom told me not to quit school. But, you know, how like sometimes you just listen to that one person that's, I don't know. She had a lot of influence over me. So – um yeah, if I if I could have just kept going, you know, like saying, OK, we're great. Let me I'm out of the this. Let me go into that. But I didn't. And then eventually I made my way into theater, though, because you still want to be in story.
0: Right. right. You, you need to be going back to your childhood. You were always reading. You were loving old films, soap operas back in the 90s. Yeah. You were constantly going back to the story to the to the communication of of whatever story you were watching yeah. that time at that right. moment. Just
1: wanting to you know, just always thinking about plots right. and, and and character uh, development. Yes, exactly. And trajectory That's of always a plot been and, yeah. important to me. And uh so I was able like in high school I would have liked to have been in the drama department, but I was one of those kids that was I just had absolutely no confidence whatsoever. Mm, you were very shy. I don't even know if it was shy. It was more. I don't. I just felt like nothing was for me. Like it wasn't. Uh, like I wouldn't be allowed somehow. I don't know. I you felt wouldn't like, be allowed. I don't I, know. I I, I, got, I
0: understand. <laughs> I understand. So it's was, it was ba- you know based in fear.
1: Yeah. 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 You were just right. fearful. Very fearful
0: of the unknown.
1: Of the unknown right. but somehow when i got out of you know then i i went to this like community um theater group and wanted to volunteer my services and and i also remember that my mom was like it was summertime and she's like well take your younger sister I have a sister that's two years younger than than me lavon and she was like take her take her there with you and i remember thinking i don't want to this is my thing i'm interested in theater i want to do this but it turned out really great because first of all we we had like a good five-year run there that was fantastic and we had so much fun uh-huh. and made so many friends but she's actually a costume designer now for oh, theater perfect she's also a, a um instructor at the university of arts oh, and good. she teaches theater and costume good. design so good. it actually all did come yeah full circle, full for, circle. Her, for her and then it also allowed me to get a job in theater in philadelphia God. So that was a big foundation as well for the movie stuff. Pivotal, pivotal for you, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I worked at the American Music Theater Festival for a number of years. I worked my way up to the assistant to the artistic director and casting director. So that actually did happen. It just didn't happen the way I thought it was going to be. I got to work with Hal Prince for um, uh, for Parade. They were doing, like, a workshop of, of the show Parade that ah. was on Broadway. But it, at first they workshopped it at American Music Theater Festival. Gotcha. And I was able to, you know, I had met a lot of uh, Philly actors at the time and, and was able to bring those in to mm. audition for him. And then I was the cabaret hostess, and I would go to New York, and I would do, um, I would, uh, get to see cabaret shows and then make my opinions. And then I was also the literary manager, so that if anybody sent uh, just an uh, unsolicited script and musical to the American Music Theater Festival, I was the gatekeeper and I read all the scripts. Interesting. And listened to what, the music what and made great, the notes. And what, what a great.
0: Per- you're kind of at like the first line of defense was, in a way. And, was, s- and so you were able to see the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: Yeah. But you know what, again, I kind of talked myself down Mm -hmm. and said, I think what had happened was, you know, in the beginning was really good. But then we started hiring a lot of um, people that came in with degrees in theater, communication, marketing, things like that. Right. And it it made made me doubt my own confidence Uh. in what I had. You know, I I was learning on the job. Right. And they, you know, which I coming. find to be
0: the best way to learn. By the way,
1: I do too. Yes, and I think there should be more internships and that kind of mm-hmm. a college way, or even more volunteering or spots,
0: violence. or ways in which kids can can kind of shadow, yeah. or just and any kind of ways. So that they they because I think that especially when people are young, they need to taste everything as much that's, as possible. That's they, so true. You know.
1: And it does. I mean, there's that real-world, practical, hands-on that's Hands just, on. N- there's nothing and like it. And
0: it. you can't learn as well from a textbook.
1: No, no. You know? When you're there and it's opening night, like, it's nothing better. Nothing it's better. Just, it was really great. Nothing better. But I, I don't know. I was doing a lot. I was also like the assistant to the director for the outreach program. And it's called the Rainbow Company. and And so it was like one of these jobs that you wear like about five different hats. And I got a little burnt out. And I also just started, I don't know why, because nobody ever had any problem with my work you know, with what I was doing, but I just started thinking I didn't earn this. I, d- I didn't go to uh, school. Why do I have... And, and,
0: and I think everybody kind of goes through that. Once they can reach a certain level and be like, oh, I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough. Oh, that person's so much this and that and the third thing. And, I, you know, I don't even have a degree. I, I, I see that all the time, especially with actors. It's a lot of yeah, actors, especially l- with a lot like of they performers. They need to go to
1: Juilliard or right? Or, or, right? Or,
0: or, or maybe they see somebody walk through the door and be like, oh this person I'm never going to be that good or or they have too many rejections at an audition and and and, and, the, and, it, and it, it just, to just weigh it starts to weigh on, on them and and it it it's kind of a very you know oh. y- acting is a very weird profession in that you kind of have to balance yourself where you're looking over the edge of a cliff with this void of what, what is this going to be? And then also trying to ground yourself into, but this is so much better than an office job. Yeah, <laughs> You know, you're yeah. always kind of pulling yourself in two but different directions. But I think directions.
1: actors need a lot of validation. Yes. And yes, I really feel like what I've learned is to not look for validation in what you want to do. Uh-huh. It's more, it's, it does have to be where you just have the confidence to say, I belong here. Yes. This is what I want to do. Even if I'm learning as I go, I belong here. And if you believe it, you can convince other people. But if you're waiting for somebody to say it's okay, it takes a long time. I mean, maybe that will happen. But again, you lose time.
0: You lose time.
1: (laughs) So that's good. That's great. So I have have a couple
0: more questions. Uh You are going to Sundance Film Festival.
1: I am. Does this,
0: this coming go around?
1: First time, yes. Yes. Um, talking about jumping about into it. the void. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. Um, I'm I I did get a press pass. Good. And um And tell me about they,
0: that and, and tell me how you got that.
1: Okay. Well just I think that I would have been able to get one even. Is there just in, an application in, in, you just Yeah, there's out? an application and I think with 10 years of, of you know, doing film reviews and, okay. and writing about film and interviewing people and all of that, I would have earned a, a a press pass anyway, but I it was nice to lead with the fact that now I'm a member of the Philadelphia Film Critics yes. Circle. Yes, that's nice Yeah, so this May I was inducted into their group And so now Philadelphia has a film association Like most large cities do Right And it's, you know, it's a certain prestigious level that you kind of get to as a critic yeah. and it feels good and it's then good. you get all the, pat on the back yeah you know, a little yeah. pat on the back and um you know all the screeners come in for right. a vote and so you know you in some you get like um books like you get even get like the screenplays for certain certain ones and um, oh. like i got this beautiful book from us and it has like really? it's all glossy of, of photos from the shoot and just oh. it's like it's a really like a collector's thing. Like I I love it. Really? Um yeah. That's so it's like you get stuff like that and so it, that's pretty fun. And so at There's least so,
0: so, so they're bribing you basically. Yeah, yeah <laughs> kind of <laughs> I'm little just, bit, kidding, I'm just but going. I
1: mean it seems to be fair enough because everybody gets to send what they whatever right. they want. Right. So it's kinda now cool. now going back to Sundance, so,
0: what are you going to see?
1: So we don't. I don't know yet. I know that they released their l- list of films, and I actually haven't had a chance to even look at it yet. We're supposed to get an email where. Because we there's can, hundreds. Uh, yeah, there's, a, I there's know. so many. There's so many, and I I read like one article and you know a, a little bit about what's what's coming out, but I haven't actually even had a chance to study it yet. Wow. Uh, because I've been working There's on the vote for the critics for the 2019 okay. stuff okay. so i don't even know what's ahead for 2020 you know uh for the most part but uh yeah and then there is a stipend that i also applied for because they want there to be more diversity for the you know as far as um press i understand it's concerned yeah. so you can apply for um a stipend to, to pay for your flight and um, oh, the accommodation—that's wonderful. wonderful—and you know, fingers crossed. I like—I I get that. Yeah. But if not, because it's
0: expensive to go it's there. Very it's very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah, it you is. know, a, a lot of people view Sundance as this kind of indie film festival with only a few people that show up. That's what it was back when it was first founded, yeah, but now it anymore. it is mainstream Hollywood. It is. It is not something to yeah. just think of, of a small time mm-hmm. thing. If you're having something in film dance, uh, I mean, I S- Sundance, film festival, y-
1: that's you've a, made it. You've made yeah, it to a certain level. Yeah, you've already gotten right. Because somebody's going to buy it. You know, that's Somebody how will. you're going to get distribution. Somebody will. You know, if you reach that's, that, if you reach that level. benchmark. Yes, very level. much so. And so, you know, we're going to be able to do some red carpet stuff, which is why I bought a new camera, and, um, you know, there'll be press conferences. And so it'll be a little more fun than just going on your own. Right. And I just feel like it's a good culmination because this is, like I said, my tenth year for Tensel and Time, right? And I wanted to go in twenty ten when I started, and it's just taken me this long to just. But
0: you're you here now, I'm here and now. you're going to Sundance, and I'm which going is to Sundance. wonderful. Yeah. So so, I'm so to that. you brushed up on something that I actually want to talk about, um, in terms of diversity, mm-hmm. and. Speaking about diversity, not, not not just within characters and, uh, you know, um, plot within movies, but even in what is shown in the media, what would you want to see different?
1: Well, I'm already upset about the Golden Globe snu- snubs, like a lot of people are. And, and that just, was and, and ridiculous. People don't know. Okay, so... What, the, just a couple, this, just a little bit about. The, <laughs> they did not nominate any female directors, right? And there are good, good female, female directors. directors out this year, so it wouldn't Beautiful. be like you'd have yeah. to turn over rocks to find them. Um, Honey Boy, Honey Boy, Amel, yeah. um, Harrell. I mean, I love that film. First of all, I I, I, I wasn't was, able to was,
0: see it. I just know about the Shia LaBeouf. Um, I know. Story. He's, he's really
1: good in it, yeah. and um, and Noah Jupe, and it's it's beautiful. It's beautifully told. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, the Queen uh, Queen and Slim, uh, Melina Matasuka. I think you uh, pronounce your last name. Okay. Another very interesting film, really well done, um, and beautifully shot, especially the way they they they. Sh- you know, because both um, both leads have you know really darker skin, and they've right. found just beautiful ways to sh- to show them throughout the the film, and and I, I another one that was just should have gotten more nominations, and definitely for the director, and then of course Greta Gerwig. I mean, right. she's been there before with Lady Bird, but. But Little Women the re, the remake is remake. is yeah. worthwhile nominating her for that, for that um there was a lone uh Scarafina I think you pronounce your last name and she did Hustlers and right, uh, and yeah. Hustlers is not a throwaway movie anybody no, who hasn't no, seen any, it yeah. it it actually is, There's has a lot of meat, there. yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely substantive, and so there was plenty of women to to nominate this year, and we'll have to see what happens. And with we're the not Oscars. just talking about women. I mean, and uh, we're also talking about.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, no. we're not just talking about you know winning. We're talking about just getting nominated, nominated to yes. win, just to just to just, just to be put in them in the room, but put them in the game, put them in the room, put it's, them, allow them to say. You deserve, with your work, to be among these other individuals to win a prize. Yes,
1: and when you hear that there's only been five, and only Barbara Streisand's won, it's just <laughs> like what? Ha- all this time? Yeah. All this time? That's just nuts. Yeah.
0: But I, I, th- I think you know the people have spoken, and you know. The industry does have to respond to this now. They should. Well, th- I think they have to at this point because there's enough pressure on them to say, "Hey, guys, there's way more that we need to be looking at that we, that is is viable for not just the brand of the Golden Globes, but everything in the in yeah, entertainment the industry. In the entertainment especially industry. after the Me Too movement and the Harvey yeah. Weinstein and all that. You know, right?
1: A- every time you think you're moving, you know two steps forward, then right. it's like, oh, right. wait. But you're reminded of all these extra thought. things. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens we'll with the see. Oscars. I think that the Hollywood foreign press is probably doesn't maybe feel as much pressure for diversity, maybe because they are diverse. I I don't know, but I think that like with the Oscars, after a couple of years ago with the whole Oscars so white, controversy, they are more concerned. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? They never want to have to have that kind of rep- right. reputation again. So right. we'll see we'll what They don't want to have that the, issue goes, again, yeah. the
0: PR the nightmare, uh, nightmare yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you would like to see different. That's what you have criticism for. What do you like seeing now? What is something you I like?
1: Love, I love everything. I mean, yeah? that's, I mean that's sometimes... Uh, I feel like I might be too easy on on movies because oh, okay. if I'm engaged and I feel like the you know the team, the directors, everybody, the, the just that they set out to do something and I feel like they accomplished it, then I see their vision. Right. Like you know, like you're always can have your own opinion on how a move, like the tropes and the storytelling uh, you know decisions and uh-huh. you might think oh i don't know if i would have done it that right. way right right but when i feel like they've hit their marks though then i want to celebrate that of and course. i and that's how i normally like to write although i have to say i just wrote my review for cats today and i couldn't find any of that a I lot couldn't. of people hate
0: <laughs> cats I saw, I saw a review <laughs> that was done. I forget exactly who it was, and he said, you know, I, am, I didn't like Cats from the beginning, so here is the review from my father-in-law because I knew that I was going to be very biased, and it literally starts <laughs> with, you know, I was told I was going to go see Cats, and I literally thought I was actually going to see Cats, not the movie. It was just this funny review, and it was just—it just shows
1: There's been like a lot of funny reviews. It it
0: and it just goes to show how far someone will go to to you know, say, hey, this movie is maybe something you shouldn't see.
1: <laughs> but on the other hand, I think it may do better because it's getting yeah. so panned. It's it's kind of like I those think cult people classics. People are going to be like, well, I got to see how yeah. terrible this is. What. Well,
0: uh, There's a movie I'm I'm blanking on that is so bad that people can't help but watch it over and over again. There's a few.
1: There's a few, but um, the Room. Are you talking about the Room? Yes, that's what (laughs) I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. Remember uh, James Franco? Yes. Yes. That two years ago. Did the making of the Room and uh, yes, and so then it becomes a, a, a cult classic. Cult. Cats I don't think cats are it gonna could be there. Possibly get. To I, that think, point.
0: I think I think that cats is just kind of creepy looking because of all the CGI superimposed onto, onto
1: known
0: faces. faces you celebrities. know
1: what? I really could deal with that part of it more than I had. I just had no idea it was about like singing for reincarnation. Right. I, I
0: now, I, I've actually seen the um, Broadway musical of Cats. Okay. And I've, I've also been auditioned to be a part of the the uh, the national tr- tour of Cats. And it is very different than the movie.
1: Is it? The it's plot sim- is it's a, different? It's a similar
0: plot, but the especially the dancing, especially some of the, the, the numbers are very different.
1: Well, there's a lot of ballet in it there's a lot of so, ballet and there's a lot
0: of ballet in the musical okay. but 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 they just kind of tried to swing it so that it was more accessible to more people huh. and I, I think that's why it failed
1: i i do wish that i had seen the broadway version because to to compare them i
0: uh, i think it was very I, I, I in because comparison I, to the movie you're it's just very trying good. to
1: figure out what everybody why people would have flocked to it for, you right. know, twenty five, right. thirty years. The only thing that I can imagine is that it would have been the fascination of the actors really taking on the whole feline uh, yes. body movements yes. and really and seeing that live is, is something But they don't do that in the they movie. They don't. they Talk about cat school, like Taylor Swift talks all about how she loved cat school, but they don't act like cats. They don't. Very, very, very seldom. And
0: I, I think it's that that creepy notion that you're conveying a cat with a known celebrity, and it, it, it's there's just something that doesn't look right about it. Yeah,
1: like you wouldn't know the actors if you're. Seeing the sh- the staged version and that might help.
0: Yeah, because because the amount of costuming and makeup involved in the Broadway version,
1: you can't tell who's
0: who on the street.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that would help,
0: I think. I, th- I th- possibly
1: possibly. <laughs> but
0: but <laughs> but. I, I, <laughs>
1: be great. No, we got off track. So what do I like? Um. So I like things um i really like noah bombeck he's uh, one of my favorite directors because i like things about relationships and i'm from loving old movies i like dialogue heavy movies and i like when there's just a quirkiness to things where it's not so overboard that you're like what but just enough to be like that's 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 I wouldn't have thought of. that. Right. You know, it's like a little uh, um, unexpected moment. So uh, the marriage story is very good. And as which I um, just started watching. Oh, really? And
0: I, I, I love it. all. I mean, I, 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 I because people in life are so busy like myself. I only have like an hour to watch. So uh, I only watch like a first part of it, and then I go and I watch another part of it, and I, you know, I, do I, I have in, to ch- in do it in tr- chunks. Well, you're or going to a-
1: have to do The Irishman in increments. The Irish world well, that's yeah. <laughs> just three and a half
0: hours, and I just yeah, that um, that's just a lot. But to, I did
1: see that in the theater, and I and I was thankful that um as many um screeners as I was sent, and as much fun as that is, and I've, my sister's been able to watch them. Uh, I am glad that I saw most everything in in the theater. Good. There's a couple things left. Like it's I want to see Pain and Glory. I haven't seen. Okay. I haven't um, seen that either. And I'm still debating about 1917. I've had a couple different press screenings for mm. it, and I mm-hmm. I just don't really like war movies. I, I never saw Dunkirk. I don't Understandable. see. Understandable. I I don't see a lot. I mean, I've never seen Glory. I've never seen. Um, uh, what's the one with Tom Hanks? it Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Like those types of movies, I just right. don't gravitate to at all. Which
0: is just your personal preference. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just one of those. There's going
0: to be somebody else who's going to watch that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Plenty of people.
0: Plenty. Plenty.
1: Plenty. <laughs> and some some war stuff you just can't avoid. I mean, right. there's it's just going to be a part of a movie that. If it's a period movie, you're usually gonna find a little bit of war in there right, somewhere. Right. Well, but there's I conflict
0: in everything.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, actually set where the war taking place. Some part of the yeah, story. yeah. Of course, but but I don't gravitate towards anything that's like really battle. You yeah, know, scenes I understand. And things I understand. like that. That. And then, of course, I'm big on Avengers. I mean, Marvel. I am. I love it. I just adore it. I mean, I'm not. I don't have encyclopedic knowledge about it the, the way some right. people Me do. Right. Me neither. But and that was that was a challenge this summer because the the Philadelphia Film Office had asked the uh, the Film Critics Circle if they would do um, because the there was a the Marvel exhibit at the Franklin Institute this summer. And so they said, you know, come and talk about Talk Marvel, like just, you know, top to bottom, 10 years, 10 years, you know what I mean, of movies and come and talk about it and be um, experts. <laughs> and it scared the bejesus out of you didn't me. Because did I much. don't know yeah. it like that, not to be able to bone up and... You know, talk uh, about anything, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, like you know, because you don't know what level of fan is in the audience, right? So the questions they could have asked were was, was like going to be nuts. you could have
0: gone, they could have gone deep, and you he had no idea.
1: Yeah, and I pretty much drove my fellow uh, critics crazy, saying, you know, how is this going to work? What are we going to do? Right. Because only one of them was so that they would know a, a lot. Right. The rest of us, we enjoy the We're movies, just we write about the right. movies. I'm, I'm a big fan, I'll wear the T-shirt, but I don't know it to the extent Right. Of, you know. You don't know all the backstory, all the, the Keep details. all that in your head, you know what I mean? Right. To, you'd have to watch each movie like three times to really, <laughs> you know. So um so I finally got my talking points down and felt confident enough that I could go do this and you know um and and then they canceled it. Oh. <laughs>
0: they,
1: they didn't sell enough tickets after all that because they probably were like those people don't know what They don't know what they're doing, Marvel? That's but, too funny. That's too funny. But I am I'm I'm interested to see what the phase 4 is going to be like. Okay. Uh I've Definitely I'm gonna have to get Disney Plus so that I can keep up with all the Marvel shows that are gonna come out because they are gonna inform the movies and and I do like to be up to date.
0: And the marketing that Disney has with all their platforms, they just, I don't wanna call it a monopoly, but they really have a stronghold on the nostalgia of viewers.
1: Um, Yes, oh yeah. They have a huge
0: amount of brand loyalty.
1: They do, which is crazy. Um, even you know more than the DC comics. right? Exactly. And so I do also. I see all the DC comics, but I'm definitely a Marvel yeah, person. And um, what else? I I always gravitate towards. Uh, well, I mean, you know, this time of year, you I see all the things that you think are going to be nominated, and so you know got to see the the two popes in the theater and all. You know, I mean, Netflix is amazing that so many of their movies are, uh, you know, on that nomination track so that the audience... And I I wonder if that's going to help with um, the audience watching the Oscars and the Golden Mm. Globes. Like, you know, is that going to be, you you know... Because you you can see it. You don't have to go to the theater. And so... Because well, I feel like people want to be involved when you watch the yes. award shows. And the, to be involved, you have to kind of be although, rooting although for Although
0: I think that there is a big thing. Uh, uh, you have to th- l- look at the convenience of being able to watch it on anything, even on your phone, on your laptop, on your TV, you know, being able to be flexible of where you watch something is going to have more eyes on yeah. the product.
1: So, will that change the viewership? I think it
0: might change the viewership.
1: I, I, I hope so.
0: Like, I think I that do. that's part of the reason why I haven't started watching The Irishman is because I know going into it, oh, this is going to be a three and a half hour long thing. I don't have three and a half hours <laughs> to just sit down and watch <laughs> this. You know, I have a hard time even watching a simple episode of anything. Fully, you know.
1: Now, do you, were you always like that? Or do you just feel like your life is that busy right now? Or, do, or is it more the way you
0: take it, things in? Um, a combination. Yeah. Combination. Um, I believe that um, I'm just thinking about people in general, but I know a lot of people who watch Netflix on their phone. With headphones, with, with headphones and, and you know that's only a very small screen. There's all sorts of distractions around you. Um, may not be the best screen to be watching something that was shot with right. million-dollar cameras. Yeah. You know, it, it it's. It, it, I, th- I think something's going to be lost if you it's watch that, which, which cheap. I think Scorsese has criticized. Yeah. But you, you have to look at the viewer.
1: You do. They're
0: just going to watch it on what they can watch it on.
1: But I think, I mean, you know, there's a lot of critics who are are really great about being able to be specific about production design and Mm -hmm. cinematography and and talk about it in a way that um, matters. But I think for whether you're a critic or just a moviegoer, you're interested in story, like we're saying. Yes. You're interested in characters. Right. And so... That will translate no matter what. You're True. either going to be interested in where these people True. are going and what's being told here, right? Or you're not. Now, I mean, I love the experience of being in the movies, like I said. You know, of course, you're going to take more in. But when I'm writing about film, I don't typically include a lot about the cinematography. Uh huh. You know, and if it would have to be an extraordinary production design that you Need to actually expand yeah, on, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I know. Um, I'd be, I'd probably be more apt to talk about the costumes, but that's, that's right. yeah, something right. that's more interesting to me, especially with my my sister's yeah. profession. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I want people to see movies, and I want people to watch the award shows because I think they're fun, yeah. and even if everybody's not being nominated or given their due. Right. I still enjoy... Um, you
0: still enjoy the, the... The process. The process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: definitely do. Um,
0: good, uh, good. Now, I do have one one last big question that I try to ask everybody. And what what is one piece of advice or a couple nuggets of advice that you would give to other creatives in the entertainment industry?
1: mm mm-hmm. Well, like I said, believe in yourself and stay right. on track. Uh, and then the money thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> the money, thing. The money, what the money thing. thing. What about the money you know, thing? What about the money thing? As I sit here, there are days where I'm just very resentful of the fact that I don't make any money doing this. Wow. Um, it's, yeah. a it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of my time. I've you know I've added more to Tinsel and Time than the movie part of it, and so that's my own fault uh, <laughs> that it just seems like there's never a time that I'm not either writing, researching, posting, right, uh, you know, doing the social media or whatever. It's, just, a um, there's never any it's a lot of work. There's never any downtime. A lot of work um and 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 for years you know i really did try to figure out what do you do how do you get sponsors how do you um make this lucrative Uh. in any way shape or form and then i was so obsessed with it that you know i was getting a little bitter and i felt like it was taking away from the joy and and i think that when you don't have joy for something then um, you get stagnant and then the opportunities aren't yes. coming in. Yes, yes. And so... I, uh, I agree with that completely. I, I feel like I... Uh, there were times like maybe like through 2012 to 2015 that I was maybe even going backwards in some ways just because oh, I was so obsessed with how do you make money. And...
0: You are following the money, <clears> not yeah. what you were there to do yeah. in the first place.
1: Right. Um. So I... It's not that money's not important, but if you go into something that's arts related and you're thinking about how do I make money, it's going to throw you off track. Yes, it really absolutely really is. And I don't have the answers for what you do. I do believe in the laws of attraction, but they're not that easy to manipulate. No, they are not. <laughs> and um. <laughs> You know, I, if it was easy, everybody, <laughs> everybody would, be would just be able to do it. Right? right. But, you know, you're supposed to have a mindset of I feel wealthy and I believe that, you know, I'm in the right place doing the right thing. And so, you know, you put money out. I'm putting money out to go to Sundance. I'm putting money out. I just bought this new camera. I'm constantly, um, you know, I have to have uh, editing equipment that, you know, Uh you're just always putting money money out, and you think, well, it's fine because I'm attracting it back in the fact that I feel like this is my, I don't know, not soul's purpose. That might be a little bit strong. Yeah, you deserve (laughs) it. But, yeah. That you deserve. And then what happens is you still have a credit card bill. Yes. <laughs> I
0: mean, yes. But,
1: like, I have not seen yes. it come full circle yes. in a decade. I...
0: And some people it might take three decades. Other people it might take a year. Other people, you know, yeah. and, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. That's not the point. You know, a lot of people think life is short. But if you think about it, after 10 years, there's... Still many parts of you that still feels like that little girl who's been watching that Carrie grant uh you know yeah,
1: yeah. movies you sure. know
0: as as a kid so so the you know part of you does not you know go away, you still have those same feelings as you go through as long as you keep re- rekindling that flame the, yes
1: rekindling, and that's what happened because um this summer, I had my site redesigned. Uh-huh. So I had a, I got a you know an actual web designer and um, it's completely revamped because for the all that time I was on the free blogger platform believe uh-huh. it or not so now it's actually a website yes which is and it's not a good. blog it's a website yeah. and that rekindled a lot of yeah. things you were able
0: to kind of reassess like yeah. how you how you approach how how, how how you look to others when they look you up.
1: And I'm the same
0: way because I recently got a Squarespace um, website to put, you know, all of my media, all of my headshot resumes, uh, contact agent info, you know, so because you want to be able to have people go to some sort of landing page in order yeah. to find all of your stuff. you, you need that because yeah. there was
1: a point where I thought, well, I'm doing so much on social media that do I need to actually but have... But you need to. But you do. You, 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 need you, you need to. And you need a place to archive things as yes. well. And and just like you say, when you're actually presenting yourself, yes. the, the profile right. needs to look a certain way. Right. So I was, you know, more money put more out money. that hasn't come back yet. But um, but those things have been important yeah. and uh, and you know and I, I I enjoy getting a chance to to meet people. I just got to interview um, the two directors, Troy Quayne and Nick Bruno from the it's called Spies in Disguise. It's okay. an animated movie, Blue Sky Studio. Right. Uh, and so I just had a really great interview with them, and I've gotten to interview Avery. Ava DuVernay twice, and um, I've interviewed Joel Egerton and um, Lucas Hedges' father, Peter Hedges. Okay, and I, uh, uh, who else? Um, Tyler Perry. And really? Yeah. Very nice. Got to interview t- um, uh, uh, many people. Like you know, get to come through Philly, and I get to be there on the front lines, and that's great. So there's. That doesn't get old, right? You know, even though you may not make money doing it, it yeah. just—it's really great to hear their stories and to be able to. And I do like promoting films. I, you know, I like promoting the film industry and films. Yeah. And, um. You know, I—I I guess my dream would be, you know, fashion bloggers will a designer will often pick them to be their ambassador. Right. And then they can make money that way because they are representing that brand. Right. And I think, well, why can't that work in the film world? Like there's these I'm sure it can. smaller studios like A24 or um, uh, Neon or that type right. of, type of thing where if I only wrote about their films during the year, like they'll put out, what, about, Six or seven films during right. a year. And then I was like the place that, you know, when they had a new still or okay now this person's on board and so then i you'd be I just the ambassador keep, for yeah the and i just keep market. reporting on it and I, sometimes i get to be on set and take pictures and you know kind of report what's 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 happening you know you don't give anything away that they don't want to yeah, give away can't, but yeah. you know but you would have and they'll make those sure you of, don't yeah, do that and those kind of things would be set in place and then you get to go to the red carpet and so that would be ideal because yeah you would have a focus, and it would. I would still be in the in the industry, so that I could probably see anything that I want. But at the same time, as far as like my time is concerned, it would be more linear, and I could focus and right. be just writing all and the not time. just have
0: to kind of be like shotgun everywhere. Yeah, in terms of what and you're every, wa- I, reviewing, I do every
1: type of film. You know, the right. indiest indie. To the animation, anything and anything in between. Everything. You know, everything. And I enjoy everything. But I don't honestly feel like you, writing you, about everything. <laughs> you would
0: like a focus. I think a it would bit. be better. Because there's so much like, like there's so much content as you just said. Um Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a great thing. So it would. so the two things are the money thing. Don't get obsessed about how you're going to make money and pay your bills. Right and what was and the other one
1: and the other one was tell yourself you belong in the room you
0: belong in the room <laughs> leanne lindsay <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of the show thank and you
1: this was a lot of fun I I I, I I I
0: hope i hope your dreams come true and you're able to be the voice of philadelphia when when it comes to food and film
1: thank you very much <laughs> i i Yes, there's always room to grow, and I guess that's a great thing. Hey,
0: guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you got any value from this, please, please, please share and follow so you can hear every single episode. All right. Have a great day.